Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Guys, welcome to another exciting episode of TFL Talking Trucks. And on this episode, uh, we're doing some big things because it's not just about an all new vehicle. It's basically about launching or relaunching a brand. And um, we're gonna learn everything there is to know about the 2022 GMC Hummer electric truck. Yep, and to start us off, I have the guy behind the design, Rich Shear, here on the show um, to talk about design, kind of the inspiration, the vision, and the vehicle in general. Hello, Rich. Hey, hi, how are you? Good to see you. Well, thanks for joining. And uh, can you please introduce yourself just a little briefly? Yes. Uh, hi, my name is Rich Shear. Um, I am the director of design for the exterior and the interior of the Hummer EV. So, yep, I'm the guy. Thank you for joining TFL Talking Trucks podcast. If you love pickup trucks or big full-size SUVs, if you love trailering, towing, and going off-road, this is the right place to be. Together, we can make this podcast the most popular ever. All right, dude. Well, I haven't been able to be next to the vehicle. So uh, in this on this episode, can you... Well, first, let's start with, you know, you relaunching the brand. So no right. pressure, okay? No pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> no expectations, right? So tell me about that a little bit. I mean, uh, where, where was your inspiration from? Like, how did you kind of approach this? Yeah, I think... It's, it's interesting, like this one for us, um, and this, I think one of the other exciting parts of this, uh, of this program was at the speed in which we went. I think uh, you're gonna probably hear from a lot of my partners uh, and they'll share, share some stories along the way that the, the design process, the whole development process went very, very quickly. 
uh, was just last year in 2019, about springtime, where you know Mark uh, Mark Royce, Mary Barra kind of came to us and said, "Hey, we've got a vision. We want to do this EV truck, um, and oh by the way, it's gonna. We want to do a super truck. We want to go all in and really do something beyond uh, you know our expe- anybody's expectations." And oh, by the way, guys, uh, we're going to do it and we're going to badge it Hummer EV, right? And so we're like, oh my gosh, like, like it's a clean sheet of paper, which as a designer is like your favorite thing ever, right? You get to start, start at, at zero and uh, you get to put the wheelbase where you need it, the track where you need it, put people where you need to have them um, and try to work on putting together the best proportions to kind of convey the design message that you want. And of course, I think when, when you say Hummer, right, obviously there's a silhouette and a profile and it's, it's, it's perfect what you have behind you there. Um, it it kind of shows like we need a profile and a presence that clearly says Hummer before you even see any of the badging or even get anywhere close to it. So it has to be identifiable. And But on the other side, you know, there's, there's the brand side of it where you really want to kind of take some of the great capabilities of the past. It was a great off-road vehicle. But now that it's an EV, we have a chance to kind of relaunch it with a whole new mindset. Um, the fact that it's battery electric, the performance and the capabilities are off the charts, right? So, so the fact of the matter is at the end, boy, the acceleration is going to take your breath away. And so those are, those are the sorts of things that the, that the previous you know, namesake did not have, right? So this is fun and exciting for us. And then, of course, for us, we wanted to really showcase technology. Um, we wanted this thing to also, hey, it's an EV. There's some, there's a mindset with EVs that there's more tech involved. Obviously, the powertrain is more tech, but then all the visual design cues that you can bring out of it. Uh, for instance, the lighting, when you, when you finally get a chance to see the lighting and you saw that sneak peek back in the Super Bowl back in February, uh, and that's it. It's kind of this really super cool, looks like you're starting up your computer or an iPhone. Uh, the lighting around the vehicle um, has, a, has a, a choreography and a theatrics to it. Uh, again, much beyond anything that would have been, I'll call it the, the, the previous brand, would have been very simple and, and really was just about function, not necessarily about a little bit of entertainment and certainly not with the use of technology. Um, and then I think once you get into the interior and you see the screens, the clusters, a large cluster, uh, the ICS or the infotainment cluster is very big and interactive. And then, of course, what's displayed on those screens, I think, again, really showcase off technology. Uh, there's a bit of cinema that comes along with it. I think that, that stuff is really where you're going to see a whole different language for Hummer, uh, for the Hummer EV. And I think that's the part about it is I think what's going to get people really excited about its future. I gotcha. And, and then they said, uh, have it to us by tomorrow, right? Exactly. Yesterday. Actually, the, 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 the phrase was yesterday. I need it yesterday. Oh. So, yeah, that was, okay. that's, uh, that's kind of a fun statement that we use. We're in the performance studio. So the fun thing is that uh, about the same time um, I came into the performance studio, which is like sacred ground, right? This is, this is where Corvettes and Camaros come from. And uh, coming in here, it is a high-performance team. And I'm telling you, it, it's, it's the kind of team that they're like, you just can't really challenge them enough. So it's like, okay, you want to do that? Sure. You want to do more? Sure. How fast do you want it? Great. Let's do it. And so there's, there's just a group of people that have a, have a mentality that um, we're just going to do it no matter what. 
there's there isn't any 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 folks that are going to throw a chart in front of you and say well these are the reasons why you can't uh we just kind of throw that stuff aside and just say yeah we're just going to get there we're going to go uh you know go as fast as we can um and and do it of course like put the vision out in front of you and try to hit the vision um, and I think at the end, I think not only did we hit the vision, but I think we even went beyond. And I think we kind of get back and look at it. I think we went beyond even what we thought we would we would get to when we started. So, okay. Very excited about it. So tell me a little bit more uh, about the size of the vehicle. How, yeah. if you were to put it next to, um, I don't know, a Silverado. Oh, easy. Dimensions, yeah. What dimensions did they give you? Yeah, I'll tell you. Well, it, the dimensions we kind of created on the fly, right? So the the brand the architecture, the what, all came about at the same time. You know, we had uh, very simple seating platforms to try to figure out how to, how to arrange occupants, where they fit on the wheelbase. But essentially in silhouette, right, just like the image behind you, that would fit inside like an eight, a GMC AT4 or a Silverado Trail Boss, you know, the lifted truck. So the vehicle is inside of that. So of course, the front overhangs a little bit shorter. The bed is about a, it's a five foot bed. So it's got a little bit shorter bed than most pickup trucks, right? And so it fits within that envelope. So that's a great size reference inside you. And then when you kind of walk around three quarter view in front, now you're going to get to see track that, oh my gosh, you know, I, when I was back working on Silverado, I would have loved, right? So it's, it's got three inches of side plush track. So it's really like face of tires, much like a Raptor. Right, Raptor pulls the track way out, the body's sucked in, and that really gives you a great stance, lots of great capability. Uh, it plants the vehicle, gives the body a lot of drama from door surface out to tire surface. Um, so again, it's like if you kind of think about um, uh, AT4 or Raptor, it fits within that envelope. All right, and, and how big is the tire? What, what's 35s. The tires are 35s, right? So, uh, you know, on our new light-duty uh, GM trucks, they're 33s. These are 35s. The cool part, and I know all your fans on your website will love, is that we architected the vehicle to 37s. So uh, if a customer is really interested in, and they're true hardcore off-roaders and they want to do those sorts of things, you can throw 37s on it. And, uh, and you're not you're not beating fenders and you're not doing any of that. You're not cutting the vehicle, it fits. I think the other cool part about it is again, like another one of those, holy cow, yep, this is what we're gonna do. There's an air suspension and, and from the vehicle curb position, we can lower it down an inch and we can also raise it up several inches. So, so there's even travel within the ride of the vehicle. And then there's even a mode, kind of an extract mode that'll even expand the vehicle up even higher. To kind of get around obstacles that you'll find in the in the most hardcore conditions but in ride mode in driving mode you, you kind of have like a three inch variation on where you want to drive the vehicle depending on what situation so so again all those different attributes you know trying to package 37s around batteries around structure it's not easy um but but at the end of the day it's it's capable of that Okay, and then uh, let's move towards the bed a little bit. Yep. Also discuss some of the cool features, you know, yep. inside and out. So is the bed kind of um, goes into the uh, cab of the vehicle like, right. like an avalanche would be, or how does that work? Yeah. It, it has, you know, it's much like our old avalanche, right? There is no bed cut. Like, so with a pickup truck, right, you've got a cab and you've got a bed and a cut line. Uh, much like an avalanche where it's really the quarter is integrated to the body side. It's very similar. It's, it's, it's actually 
this thing is actually a body frame integral or much like you would do a crossover or uh, an SUV on top of a chassis. So the bed and the box sides are integrated. Uh, the bed ends up being a stamped steel bed inner and outer, which was great because, you know, unlike a rolled form bed, we get a chance to really put a lot of design elements in and, and make it more customizable so you can roll in bikes, and tie downs, and the bed sides are kind of flared out so you get more space side to side. And, and so there's, there's a lot more design integrated, you know, kind of much like the Carbon Pro bed that you see on the GMC Sierra. Uh, so it kind of has a flavor like that. Gotcha. And then the, uh, let's switch a little bit towards the cab. Um, yep. It's a removable roof panels. Is That's that right? right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, by the way, right. We did a super truck and then we said, you know what, I think we're going to make it convertible. Um, <laughs> we're going to take the, we're going to take the roof panels off. And, uh, and that was fun. I mean, we, again, it was it, the spirit of this was, we just kind of wanted to go beyond, beyond, beyond. And we really want to develop. We know that, um, you know, in this new EV world, it's a totally different driving sensation. And early on, we thought, my gosh, if you can, if you, you know, you roll the windows down, you take the roof panels off, like what a different experience you're gonna get. And honestly, uh, I've yet to experience it yet. The prototypes are still being developed. I can't wait for my first trip out to Milford to actually um, get a chance to drive it uh, with, the, with the, you know, the body on the chassis and, and actually experience it. But, um, you know, the theory is, man, you, 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 there's four separate panels. So if you kind of think about like a, a current C8 where you can take the full Targa off, mm -hmm. uh, but now they're individual, right? Because it's much bigger. All four of those panels will fit in the front compartment. So you open up the big kind of clamshell hood and you can put all the roofs inside of that. And then there's actually in the front between driver and passenger, there's a T-bar. The front is removable so you can get a complete cross car, you know, from, you know, basically where your side rail would be to the side rail. Those are all gone. So the space on the front compartment is completely open and con and convertible. So again, it's this experience of like, you know, you're driving almost in a silent mode and you just get to experience things around you, much like, you know, you know, driving a motorcycle, you know, down a two track, you just get to experience uh, what's happening around you in a, in a different way. And then the rear compartment, you can take those panels off as well, those, those store. And so the rear drop glass open down and so again, you get a you get a really uh, a complete different experience than what I would say against uh, you know as opposed to much most of the pickup trucks, right? So is there also a pass-through uh, between the bed and the cab, or is it is it is it's that just a, it's just a drop glass? So the, there actually is a bulkhead behind the seat. You know that's fixed, unlike our old Avalanche where you can pull that out. It's just a drop glass, so you can pass something through if you bring the glass down. But, uh, but there, there is that, uh, that structure behind the seats that kind of ties everything together. Gotcha. And it's also going to be available as an SUV uh, that's right. structure, that's right. right? Yep, that's exactly right. Okay. So tell me a little bit, is the SUV launching at the same time or is it a little bit later? Or It is not. It is not. So I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, privy to kind of share a lot of the details. You guys have seen the sneak peek of the SUV as well. But, uh, but yeah, more, more fun facts than the SUV. Okay, cool. I wanted to ask you about kind of the specs, but I know it's more engineering, right? Yeah. So the battery sizes, I mean, you're, you guys are claiming a thousand horsepower. That's right. That's right. Uh, three seconds, zero to 60, um, all this, you know, on 35s. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty spectacular. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Tell me a little bit more about the interior. Is it like a five-person configuration? Yes. yes and also the technology you talked about. Tell me. Yeah, about yeah the, seating, the seating position is, is much like a, a GMC Sierra or a Chevrolet Silverado. Um, you know, occupants, between, you know, space between and the, and the, uh, kind of the width of the console in between. So the packaging is much like that in, in kind of, I'll call it a plan view footprint. Chair height is a little bit lower than a current uh, Silverado or Sierra. So that's actually, you kind of see the side glass is a little bit squattier than a true pickup truck. So it kind of gives that kind of Hummer attitude. And that's kind of where we took some of the dimension. You can imagine the challenge of trying to take a double, double pack of batteries and stick it underneath the pickup truck. And if you just added up all those dimensions, my God, this thing would be way too tall. Um, so it certainly wouldn't give you, I'll call it a design-friendly proportion. So, so there's things that we did to try to carve up that body side so it didn't get too tall. But essentially inside the spaciousness is going to feel uh, much like our current uh, full-size pickup trucks. The significant differences is how much open air you're going to get. You know, even with the target, or, you know, the, uh, the roof panels on, you know, they're glass. You can see outside of them. And so a lot more light gets inside. Obviously, the A-pillars are much more upright. So the windshield is much closer to you. The instrument panel is shorter. So the space, even though it, it, there is similarities to our pickup trucks, it feels very different, um, but I think it's very comfortable, very spacious, very, very open. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a very different feeling to it. So I, I think you can only really describe it until you sit in it uh, pretty soon, I'm sure. Cool, so what about the console and the dash? You said there's a lot of, lot of screens. Can yes. you describe that a little bit? Yeah, we've got, um, so what, what you're gonna see in the interior is that I would say the interior is probably I would say the biggest leap forward from some say the previous gen Hummer. Um, and, and what we tried to do is, is, is certainly really kind of dial up more premium, right? Like a tick of Lux, but the Lux is really on the technical side. Um, and you'll see a big cluster in front of the steering wheel. The cluster and the cluster graphics, uh, it, you know, they're inspired. There's kind of a, a lunar lander or a lunar motif that you're gonna find all throughout the interior. Um, and it's kind of interesting. We had a lot of fun playing back and forth with kind of the idea of kind of landing this thing on the moon and this is the next GM's uh, lunar rover. And we've got all these little details and Easter eggs that kind of speak to that. Um, but, but the idea was to kind of get an aesthetic that was way out there and way different and, and kind of uh, uh, really reinvent it uh, aesthetically, especially on the interior. And of course the technology, the big cluster, uh, the um, the ICS or the infotainment system um, in the center. It's it's very it's 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 big square. You've got all these like very manual toggles. So there's kind of this neat play between manual toggles, which is really a truck thing, and then of course just the interaction with the the touch screens, which to me really speaks to kind of the new tech that's kind of really you know come at us here very quickly. Uh, the interior, uh, what you're going to see for this. Uh, for the Edition 1, it's kind of high contrast, so it's sky cool gray, very light on black, so it's, it's very fashion, it's a fashionable statement. And then we've got all these kind of touches of a metallic finish, it's a tech bronze, it's kind of a very neutral bronze, so it's a, it's a finish that you really just haven't seen in interiors. And kind of the play between the light, the dark, and the metallic finish, just, it feels like, you know, like certainly nothing else in our interior portfolio. And I'm not sure if there's really anything out there that feels quite like it. Um, 
Uh, the console is big and wide. We've got uh, you know a big phone charger that's covered. The cup holders, of course, even in the future you need cups for crying out loud. But <laughs> but it's covered because it's got to be lux and it's got to be you know what you want to be able to cover all that crap. Uh, there's an ETRS uh, and then there's a ride mode select in the console. So again, very tactile, right where you right where you need them to be. Um, and again, I think once once you see the screens, the cluster, how the cluster and the ICS work together. Uh, I think there's there's a lot of almost like a cinema quality to it that I think is just going to really blow you away. Uh, it's kind of it's it's kind of powered by some of the latest video game engines, so it's one of the first things that we've done that's really kind of taken the next leap in clusters and ICS, and uh, it's really fun. I, I was again, even though we were doing this program fast, we said, "Yep, we're doing it anyway," because we just we just really not just want to get people excited; we want to blow them away. So is there also like all the camera systems and all of the there is sensors? there is there's there's plenty of camera systems there's actually you know part of and that, you know when you get a chance to talk to Al Oppenheiser you know he's going to give you all the great specs but they're like part of the big five pack that he'll share with you there's underbody cameras and so as you know you guys they're out there doing some really cool stuff at Moab and you're kind of going up these these kind of rock inclines. And there's times where you're like looking over the hood of your vehicle, you can't see anything, right? And you need spotters to help you. Um, but now we've got underbody chassis cameras. And so when you can't see the horizon anymore, you can see, you know, the images will come up on the ICS and then you can see where you're going. And, uh, and again, there's going to be uh, just a, a whole suite of cameras to kind of help you navigate through. And then there's some really great features from the powertrain that kind of get you around obstacles up, down, side to side, all these crazy things. You know, I've, I haven't experienced all that stuff yet at Moab in this vehicle yet. Um, I can't wait. I just, I usually just like to go out there and just get stuck <laughs> <laughs> and bang up my fenders and brake tail lamps, you know? Yeah, obviously, I mean, we're, we're not getting into the technicals, but it's a four wheel drive vehicle and you yep. already showed kind of the crab mode. Yep. So, um, it's actually so four wheel steering. That's correct. Right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're if you're making you know sharp turns, the rear the rear tires are going to go opposite of the front to kind of you know get your turn radius much smaller. Again, big wheels, big tires, long wheelbase. You know, the wheelbase has got to got to get around the battery packs. And and really, uh, if you didn't do that, the turn circles would be very difficult, hard to maneuver. So so the rear steer helps you do that. And of course, that same Rear steer helps you the opposite way, so where you can kind of turn the steering wheel one direction, the rear tires will go that same direction, at about 10 degrees of steer in the rear, and, and it kind of gets you into some maneuvers that kind of get you unstuck or around some obstacles. Um, again, yet yeah, I've yet to experience it personally. Uh, I know our you know our performance guys out at Milford, they're just they're just having a blast uh, working this all out. Um, it, it's it's it sounds just fantastic, and again, it's kind of this new school electric uh, electric motor tech that you, know, you kind of put the power wherever wherever you want it and wherever you need it. Uh, so what about some of the kind of a trucky aspects of it, like uh, loading the bed with stuff or towing a trailer? Uh, yep. What are some of the features there? Well, it's certainly going to have all the cameras that you, you've seen throughout the GM family. Um, it does have the multi-pro gate, so like the other, you know, the GMC Sierras, uh, you know, you'll have the multi-pro gate, which is just fantastic for, you know, everything from loading to just plain fun and tailgating, right? Um, you know, the vehicle's got, you know, short front overhang, lots of approach angle. 
it's high ground clearance. And again, it's like pick a number because you get to put it where you want. Um, and, and the skid plates are all functional. Got big steel uh, uh, skid plates up front and there's a full underbody. So the off-road the off-road variant here for, um, uh, uh, for edition one has a full underbody skid plate. So the batteries are well protected and it's all designed. Everything is designed. My team got involved with the A-arms front and rear. Uh, we got involved with all the battery, you know, making sure that anything that customer sees from top to bottom, that it, it came through the design group, even the wheel well liners, like when you see inside the wheel well liners, they're, they're molded and there's design elements in it and it looks very functional and purposeful. We didn't use kind of the material wheel liners, you know, because we know that, you know, that gets all full of mud and, and it's just not as easy to clean as, as molded parts. So every part of this thing has been touched by a designer. And it's been fun. We, we had to introduce ourselves to some of our engineering partners that normally don't, uh, the chassis guys that don't normally know who the heck we are, but uh, we had fun with them. So again, even though the project went fast, um, everything was touched from top to bottom. And really the mentality was much like a C8. Like it, it's got to be perfect from front to back, top to bottom. And in the back, I'm assuming there's a hitch, you know, so you can attach. Uh, That's right. Yep. There's a trailer hitch. Yep. You've got your, you know, your electrical connection right next to the hitch, as you'd expect. We've got big kind of the Hummer D-ring tow hooks front and rear, uh, just like you'd expect. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think the team is still working out, you know, the tow specs. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, ready to share that or our team's ready to share that, but more to come on that. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's going to do everything that uh, folks need it to do. Uh, and uh, also tell me a little bit more about the front storage space. So where the normal engine would be, right? Right. Yep. So-called like a frunk or a front yep. trunk. Yep. Uh, you said you can store some panels, roof panels right. in there. Yep. But tell me a little bit more some of the features um, inside. Well, yeah, inside it's really, you know, and it gives the customers really a lot of flexibility. One of the things that we wanted to do is no, no matter what, if you're out, you're, you know, you're out on a great drive and you wanted to pull the roofs off, we wanted to make sure you had an area to put the roof. Now, certainly if, if a customer wants to take the roofs off and leave them in the garage, sure they can do that. Uh, but we're gonna have a couple different options for stowing the roofs. We've got very simple kind of leather bags. And we've like got also kind of these cases that will lock into that front compartment uh, that you can get through our accessories group. And it, it even makes it you know more sturdy and complete and more safe inside that front. But of course you can, and there's, there's, there's a tie downs front and rear, so you can strap everything in. You know, if you just want to throw all your groceries in there, I mean, that's always one of the things that with a truck, right? Where's your lockable storage, you know, outside of the passenger compartment. And for the most part, you really don't have that in a, in a traditional full size truck with the, you know, with the frunk, you do have that. It's, it's, it's designed, it's purposely engineered and designed so that it will fit all four uh, uh, roof panels, but, uh, but, you know, customers are going to, I'll tell you when that, when that front part comes open, I swear you can crawl in there. It's, it's pretty exciting to see. And then, then all around the sides of it, there's these sight shields, everything from the headlamps back to the cowl have all been closed out and cleaned up. So uh, none of all the nasties have been covered up. So it's a complete design statement. What's your favorite part? What, what was your, or Favorite part about the truck? I know it's a hard question sometimes. Um, my favorite part, my gosh, it's 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 really really difficult to say. I mean, I I love the overall challenge to do this. Uh, to me, this was kind of a from a design perspective a dream opportunity. Get to uh, you know uh, architect something quick. Obviously, it's something that's going to be extremely capable. Reinvent the brand. 
to me change perceptions. It's like, it's all together. It's a dream job. For me, I, I've been an exterior designer uh, my whole career here at GM. This is the first time I had a chance to jump on the interior. So, uh, it, and I, it was fun because I got to, I got to ask a lot of the dumb questions and, uh, and just say, oh, forget that old stuff. We're going to do it this way. So I got to say it was, it was, it was really fun uh, to work on the interior, uh, to do the tops. Um, I've worked on convertibles. I was part of the Camaro team that worked on convertibles. This is a totally different system. So uh, again, even for a, like a 25 year plus veteran, um, it gave me an opportunity to really learn and do things, um, try things and, and experiment design wise that I hadn't tried before and, and had an opportunity to execute. So to me, I, I love doing new things and, and this, this kind of and I put it all together. So it's, it's everything. It's, it's a fun process. Awesome. Your time. I appreciate it. And uh, hope to see you soon and actually drive the Hummer very soon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Take care. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. So we talked about the design. We took a deep dive into the interior and the exterior, but now I have Todd Hubbard from the GMC Hummer electric truck team to talk a little bit more about the kind of the technical details and suspension and off-road off -road bits. Todd, thanks for joining. Oh, glad to be here, Andre. So uh, we'll start it out here in the, uh, the 2022 uh, GMC Hummer EV. It's our, uh, the first electric addition to GMC's lineup. It's uh, highly capable, it's bold, it's precisely crafted. I mean, it, it is a super truck. In, in all regards, um, in, in my area of expertise is the performance, you know, specifically the chassis and the off-road. Okay. Uh, so so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, focus on that area, but in, in general, you know, it, it 1,000 horsepower, best in class, the, uh, the uh, 11,500 pound-feet of torque at the wheels, um, three motors, um, one configuration the first year, be the pickup truck, 35 inch tires, air suspension, active ride control, four wheel steer, uh, lockers, 13 inches of travel, uh, a lot of adjustability in the height of the suspension. Uh, it's got crazy off-road performance. It's no compromise though. The truck will be a dream on road. Uh, there's a lot of enablers in the, in the chassis and the suspension to just just making it all around just a just a badass truck very cool so and it's coming at the end of 2021 correct uh, it, it'll be uh roughly a a year and a little bit from right now yes. okay that yes. makes sense um so yeah it's i mean sounds really exciting so you said one configuration is that like the maximum battery maximum power or how does that work yeah, we're, we're launching with kind of the, the model with all the bells and whistles, per se. So okay. it's a, a three-motor version. So that's where the, the horsepower and the, the torque numbers are coming from. And okay. uh, it'll, it'll come only with the, the one chassis configuration. 35-inch uh, uh, mud terrain tires developed specifically for the vehicle. 18-inch uh, wheels. Um, so what's the what's the brand on the tires? What, what's it's a Goodyear Wrangler Wilderness MT. It's a okay. 305 70 R18. Okay. So it's a DuraGuard tire uh, developed specifically for for OEs. So it has a good good mix of 
of off-road capability, but keeping in mind that all, all the other targets we like to hit, wet performance, snow performance, you know, obviously good traction characteristics for stopping distance, and important on this vehicle also the rolling resistance to help enable the, the range. So, so okay. it's... So uh, can we briefly go over kind of the chassis itself, right? So it's a brand new vehicle, brand new chassis, obviously yes. electric. Uh, yes. And then the chassis is kind of this skateboard orientation, correct? Correct. It is uh, what we'd call as more of a unibody or a body frame integral. The, 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 the res or the battery is, is integral into the center of the vehicle. Then the the uh, the propulsion systems and the suspension are attached at each end. It's uh, SLA fully independent front and rear, mm -hmm. and like I said, it's 13 inches of travel front and rear. So it's it's a beast. So the three motor one is like is it two motors in the back and one in the front? Correct. Yep. Okay. So it'll be two motors in the back, and we're able to do some really cool things with that configuration. We're going to have a a virtual locker. So it'll, it'll function just like an e-locker would, except uh, it, it's happening all through electronics. But basically, if you had one rear wheel in the air, it would be matching its speed to the wheel on the ground with the, all the torque. So it works, works just like a locker. Uh, some of the other cool things we can do, though, is we have full torque vectoring. So mm -hmm. you'll be able to really maximize performance, linear and nonlinear performance, because of the uh, the availability of the torque vectoring that we're uh, we're working on too, so and, and then in the front is it kind of can it also mimic a locker? Or tell me a little bit more about the front. How does that? Okay, work? so the front is a single single motor and it has a differential, and okay. that differential will have an e locker. So okay. that is more like your. There's nothing conventional about this truck, but that's probably the most conventional way of you know, it does have an e-locker in the front. So we are capable of, you know, putting down a, a lot of torque to one wheel. Um, and just like a, you know, a, that, that type of configuration would normally work. So, so it could be very precise, right? I mean, you can allocate, allocate yes. the torque. Yeah, it is a full-time all-wheel drive. It is constantly searching for the best, best way to put torque down. Um, and I, you know, the Watts to Freedom, mode i don't there's a it's zero to 60 in around three seconds mm -hmm. in watts to freedom mode so it's that's it's a lot so uh, fast what how heavy of the truck are we talking about i mean because I, I noticed in some of the uh, images uh, first of all you have eight lug hubs mm -hmm. which to me in my mind when i saw that at first in the teasers i was like oh it could be like almost like a heavier duty truck uh, can you tell me about a little bit like of the weight of the vehicle? Yeah, so I think that's a good way to look at it. We're, we're not quite ready to share our mass information. You know, a lot of our work to date has come from a, a, a new, and really the C8 did a lot of work the way we're doing it, but we're doing a lot of our analysis right now without hardware, all, all computer-aided engineering. So we are starting to build uh, some of our first um, prototype vehicles right now, but we're, we're just not quite ready to, to share the weight information. That'll be forthcoming in a while, but I think the way you're thinking of it and by your uh, observation of the wheels is, is it's in that territory at more of a, 
you know, between a light duty and a heavy duty vehicle. Okay, that makes sense. In three seconds, I mean, I mean, that's, you know, hyper supercar territory. I mean, yeah, that's, it's, that's, that's quick. And, and what's so cool about it is that it's not just a number. There's a whole, uh, there, there's a mode called Watts to Freedom that you enter. Mm-hmm. And the, the the sound system, the uh, the user interface, it, it's all preparing you almost like a roller coaster ride for this this awesome acceleration. So we're doing we're conditioning the electronics. We lower the vehicle two inches to get the CG lower, and all this is happening with uh, with this incredible buildup of sight and sound. Put the you put your foot on the brake, you put your foot on the the gas, you. Re- release your foot from the brake and it it takes off like like a rocket so it's it's like i said that's i i love the off-road performance but it's a no compromise from from every attribute of the vehicle including on-road performance so so they're also like an off-road specific mode or several modes yes we have a driver mode control and that part is similar to what you've seen in uh in our light duty uh, pickup and utilities we have a a normal setting, a terrain mode setting, which would be for lower speed, uh, rock crawling or just more technical trails. We have a higher speed off-road, and then we also have a tow haul. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Watts to Freedom is, is kind of like a mode, but it, it's not unlocked via the, uh, the knob. There's, an, there's another sequence to get into Watts to Freedom, but that brings up an interesting point and one of the important features I forgot to tell you about, which I think you, you kind of know about from the, the crab walk mode is we, uh-huh. we have a, we have a rear axle that steers too. Yeah. So that, that is, uh, goes again, it's enabling all sorts of off-road performance because we're able to have a turn circle diameter similar to a Chevy Sonic Premier. I mean, we're, oh. we're talking, I think it's around, I've got some numbers. I don't, quite have committed to memory, but I think it's around, uh, I want to say it's around 37 feet uh, diameter. Yeah, so, that's that's pretty remarkable. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. So in the crab mode, I mean, so you can move diagonally. So, so the yes. wheels can turn uh, opposite each other, front to back, or same? So same in, in normal terrain mode, they would actually turn opposite each other at low speeds, and that would reduce your turn circle and and really give you that maneuverability that you know how some trails are they're they're tight right this is a a fairly good sized vehicle and to enable it to get down these trails that effectively makes it seem a lot smaller than it is and uh, so that happens uh, you can you can select you can turn it off but in terrain mode four-wheel steer is enabled and at low speed the wheels would be turning in the in the opposite direction and then if you between a rock and a hard place and you needed to move diagonally, you can, you can uh, turn on crab walk mode and you'll get uh, 10 degrees of steering front and rear to move, move the truck diagonally. So I've been there very recently. I've been in the <laughs> okay. rock and a hard place. Yeah. There's a, on the Rubicon trail, there's this part of the, it's called the big sluice. Uh-huh. And there's a section halfway down, there's a boulder the size of a house and there's a tree and inevitably you're always wedged right in the middle of this. And I can just picture now how this crab mode, you would just like, it would t- make it so easy. You know, we spent 
spend a lot of time there trying to get vehicles through, but I think that's a, that's a case where I'm really excited to try, try that feature out. So, so, well, I, I would like to be there with you. <laughs> okay. Eventually. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That, that'd be awesome. I mean, uh, maneuverability is big, you know, as you know, we're based in Colorado and in Colorado, there are a lot of tight mountain terrains yes. and yeah. to have a maneuverability obviously is, is a huge thing. Um, so we talked about a little bit tires, uh, travel of the suspension. Tell me about shocks and how does that work? So the, the shocks are uh, active ride control. They're a uh, uh, real-time damping. Um, we, can, uh, we, we have different modes set up, different calibrations for the shocks. Uh, and coupled with that is the four-corner air suspension. So we, through the various modes, you have uh, eight inches of adjustability in height. Of that 13 inches of total travel, from normal ride height, um, we have an uh, ingress-egress mode, which is two inches lower. We have an aero mode, which is one inch lower from normal ride height. And then for terrain, terrain mode, we, when you enter that mode, we raise the truck two inches. And then we have an upcoming mode, which we call extract mode which from normal ride height goes six inches, basically to almost the end of travel. Holy cow, okay. And so that would, you know, you can picture it, you're at that ledge, you just need that one more inch of ground clearance. Well, in this truck, you hit extract mode and you get six inches. And uh, it actually takes our approach angle to over 50 degrees Yikes. in extract mode. So it What's gives you... What's the maximum ground clearance, I guess? What, what? So the maximum ground clearance is 16 inches. In that mode? So, in that. so the minu yeah, our minimum ground clearance of every, anything under body would be 16 inches when you're in extract mode. So it gives you that's, a lot of ground clearance too. That's pretty huge, yeah. That's yes. Great. So the, uh, the train mode, like I, like I think we started down this path initially, that's our uh, low speed kind of rock crawling technical trail gives you two inches of uh, uh, increased ride height from normal, and then you have the ability in that mode to go another four inches, six inches from normal ride height, but you're already up to two inches to go into this extract mode. Mm -hmm. And we have unique, uh, the dampers, the shock absorbers, we have unique calibration. So the, the goal there is to have a more relaxed ride to kind of give you that kind of plush plush feel when you're going down the trail. You don't want to be so tight where you're, you get a lot of head toss and you're just not that comfortable. So we, we have a specific mode that's designed to give you some ride comfort on that rough road. Um, these dampers, we have some technology, kind of like an electronic bump stop. We have a position sensitive feature that we're able to, based on travel, come in and ramp up a whole lot of uh, damping. So to protect you, if you you know, we've all done it. You don't see that hole. You drop into it. Well, the truck, um, as the wheel travels farther and travel, it, it will come in with the, the damper will come in with a ton of control to give you that protection so you don't bottom out or top out. So that, that's kind of how we're set up in uh, terrain mode. Coupled that with, you know, you have the rear steering and the availability of crab mode. We also give you uh, some lighter lighter steering efforts for better maneuverability in tight places. So that, that's kind of what we do in that terrain mode. Mm -hmm. uh, the off-road mode, which is another mode, that's our high-speed desert running mode. 
Okay. So we don't do any, we don't do anything with the ride height. You you can go up if you want, but we like to be kind of centered in the travel for the off-road mode. And the strategy with the dampers is a little different. We do allow a real nice hydraulic, you know, just a nice feel for undulating terrain, but we come in much quicker with that end stop control and the higher damping forces to control the body motions on bigger, bigger obstacles, events, jumps, whatever. So, and uh, that, that's kind of the strategy for the off-road mode. We also do give you a little bit better, uh, not better, a little different steering cal in that. We, we try to, uh, you know, sometimes in chatter bump braking and there's certain feedback you get from the wheel. We try to isolate the driver from that a little bit in, in that off-road mode also. Okay, that's that's pretty interesting. And the yep. shock technology is that yours? Is it DSSV or what? 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 So it's a uh, it's a uh, ZF um, CDC damper. Okay. So, and it's active. You so you so you're saying it's so you have different calibrations. Yes. Um, but it also reacts to what's happening. Or? Yes, exactly. It 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 okay. is tied in. It knows. Uh, it has sensors on both the front and rear axle, so it's monitoring the wheel velocity and the wheel position. So based on the, the velocity of the, the wheel and also as you get farther into travel to position, it is constantly making adjustments to, if you don't need, need all that damping force, it's lower to give you ride comfort, but as soon as you start accelerating the wheel it comes in it clamps down it's trying to keep a really flat body mm -hmm. prevent roll and pitch and then also for the bigger events just to give you a lot of protection at the end of travel so okay gotcha so uh, fully electronic and you mentioned rubicon are you basically are you targeting this vehicle to actually do the rubicon or how come you brought the rubicon trail in so yes, we are. We are looking at um, class four trails. Um, okay. So Moab, you you would check off some Moab Rim, Poison Spider, Hell's Revenge, you know, the tougher trails there. And mm -hmm. then also we, we definitely plan to take it to Rubicon and we think it's gonna do really well there. It's a large vehicle, but we think with the features we have, the incredible, uh, dimensions in terms of approach, departure, breakover, all the features we have, we think it's, it's going to do quite well at Rubicon too. And I would imagine, so the center of gravity, a lot of your weight is in the middle because of the battery, right? Correct. So, Correct. So is there, it's, is there like a side tilt? Uh, is there a benefit for that? I mean, can you traverse? Yeah. Side hills? Yeah. So it's not so much at being in the middle, although that helps. It's not only in the middle, it's really low in the chassis. So the, the CG is very, very low compared to a conventional truck. So the, the Hummer EV benefits tremendously from that low CG. It does allow you to feel more comfortable on side slopes. And, uh, I, you know, similar to ups and downs and, and things like that. But just I think really you're, you're going to feel that on a side slope where that just – feels a lot more planted in the CG, the low CG height is really the enabler there through the architecture. I gotcha. Um, do you have any of the specs on like how big the battery, the maximum range, uh, charging times, do you have some of those numbers? Yeah, I have, I think 
Tara is going to provide you a, a spec sheet on those. I can tell you some of the, we do have DC fast charging. You're, we're looking at a um, hundred miles of range in 10 minutes okay. in terms of charging. It is a 24 double stacked Altium battery pr propulsion system. So okay. it's our, our new battery technology, which is again, a, a complete, you know, I kind of look at this, the story of this Hummer EV is like a marathon. We're just starting out. So there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of information out there. So yeah. that, that's uh, kind of the, you know, the high, the, uh, the you know, the, the top end of the uh, specs there for the, the battery, but it, it does have fast, fast charging capabilities. It is right now it's hundred miles capability, hundred miles in 10 minutes and it's a 24 pack uh, battery. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I, I can put some more, more specs as we get them uh, yes. into the story. And I think, I think that's coming quickly here. So. Because everybody wants to know, you know, how far can I go on a total charge, right? Because when you're doing, you know, off-roading, um, some of it can be energy intensive, right? Sure. You are going up hills, you're yes. traversing this terrain. So I think that's on a lot of people's mind is how, you know, what the total range is and, and eventually we'll get to, you know, how is it affected by off-roading? Because right. it depends on the trail, right? <laughs> sure. So I think we're, we're targeting around 350 miles. Okay. And a cool, a cool uh, enabler to what you're talking about is we're actually, um, we're going to be integrating some mapping from Polaris. We're going to be taking their off-road maps and we're going to be integrating them into our uh navigation system so mm -hmm. the cool thing about that is you'll be able to plan a route from your house to wherever you're going and back it'll include charging locations and it, it's going to do some it'll give you some idea of what you're going to be capable of doing both not only from an on-road perspective but it'll also get you on the trail and back so that's kind of a new a new area for us working with polaris on this on this mapping software so that, that's going to be pretty cool too. It'll, it'll help with some of the things you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, are you using, do you know, are you using some of the other items from that software where it's like vehicle to vehicle communication or, uh, you know, like breadcrumbs where you can kind of see where you're going or. I'm, I'm not, a sh I'm not totally sure on the entire capability of that software, but we will, uh, Tara and I will work on getting you some more information about that. That's a fairly new development. So there, there, there's going to be more information coming out about that too. But at this point, we're really excited to at least share the, the mapping and, you know, helping out with trip planning and charging and just getting rid of some of that, that potential anxiety for, for an EV. So. Very, very cool. Um, what's, uh, so you're saying, I mean, you've done a lot of your development kind of virtually, right, with your latest systems. Yes. I was going to ask you, how does it drive? But I don't know if you've driven it yet. <laughs> so I've driven it on the, uh, we have what we call a driver in the loop. It's, uh -huh. a, uh, it's a simulator, and uh, I've driven it virtually. Okay. So a new experience for me. Um, I, I will have my, uh, my development truck here at the end of the year to uh, really start hammering out all the, uh, so I think all that, that work we've done computer is it, it's, it's enabling us to go fast, super mm -hmm. fast with this program. 
It's enabling us to, when we get our development vehicles, to be at a much higher fidelity than we normally would. So it's, it's really cutting out a lot of that development time because we're, when we get our, our trucks, we're, we're going to be at a much better starting position than, than we have on prior programs. So huge enabler. And I forgot about a couple other cool features. Yes. Off-road. We have 18 cameras. What? 18. Uh, and, okay. Okay. And and two of them are under body. We have a forward facing camera, um, just rear of the front axle. You can see wheel to wheel in front of the truck. It's it has a underneath. Yeah. So you that's can awesome. you can it's kind of what we're calling almost like a virtual spotter. You know how when you start going up, mm -hmm. all you see is sky. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll be able to look at the screen and and see the underbody image of what you're what you want or don't want to hit. So mm -hmm. from that position, we, we look forward between the front axles in front of the vehicle, and then we have a rear-facing camera that allows you to see all the way back to the, the rear edge of the truck. So you'll, you'll have a, and it's, they're protected with, uh, they have protected lenses, and if they get dirty, you can, they have washers. So you can actually wow. wash the camera lenses. Well, you know, if you go through some mud or something, you can, squirt them off and still use them. So it's, it's kind of a, I think it's going to be a really cool feature. There's a lot of times you're out by yourself, you know, and you know, this will just be an aid to get you, uh, you know, more comfortably and a little more security to get farther out there. So where did you put the other 16 cameras? Uh, that's part of, I don't know where they're all at. I'm sure they're in the mirrors, the fascia, the roof, you know, everywhere. There's pretty, pretty yeah. awesome. Is there some uh, plan, do you know, is this your area of expertise? I'm not sure, but like self-driving modes or a highway mode, what, what is going yeah. on there? So, um, and Tara's correcting me, there, there's 16 or 18 views. There may actually may not be that many cameras. I got okay. too excited there. But, uh, but we do have uh, Super Cruise with a, uh, a new feature. Uh -huh. So we're, we're going to have uh, lane change automatic lane change with super cruise okay so that will be standard on edition one so the first year they'll all come with the super cruise with the uh with the lane change feature so that's complete hands off it'll uh calculate your your distance allow you to execute the pass and and come back in and and uh super cruise now they've increased to over two hundred thousand miles of of uh roadway now so that that technology is is continue to to grow and I, the Hummer EV will be the first of many GM vehicles with the the lane passing feature so so that that will also be on on the vehicle that's um, cool so yeah. and so people understand so 200,000 miles is basically pre-mapped areas divided highway where this computer system is able to drive the vehicle like you're saying yes. on the highway but the driver is still paying attention yeah you know? that's yeah. that's kind of the the hallmark of the gm uh system is that you know it does require attentive driver that's why we feel so strongly about uh you know mary mary's vision of zero congestion zero emissions zero crashes that that's part of the hallmark of of how how GM is operating, so that's the zero crashes part of that. So definitely. Okay. Um, so yeah. So uh, when you said you know eighteen views or camera views, 
it makes a lot of sense because um, I was just in the Sierra 84, right? Yes. And I think it's got like 15 or 16 views. So, yeah, so. But, but it makes sense that, you know, you're extending that capability uh, with, yes. the, with the system. Yes. Um, the, uh, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll love the half shafts. The half shafts are about the diameter of a beer can. And really? I don't think you can pick them up with one hand. They are the biggest, baddest half shafts I've ever seen on a truck. And this is going from the motors to the wheel to the yes. front. Okay. Yeah, they're a, they're a ball spline half shaft. Okay. Um, so all the plunging is done in the shaft, which makes them a lot stronger. You're not trying to do as much with those joints, which are already moving, you know, for for suspension travel and for, for steering. So the plunge is actually in, in the shaft, but they, they've got to weigh 50 pounds a piece. I mean, they are, they are awesome. So, so, and the motors are obviously as inboard as possible. So to speak, yes. Right. Yes. So yep. and that allows you to travel uh, with, with your wheel. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. A um, uh, couple other things that's really nice. Um, we have virtual auxiliary switches available. So if you do add uh, a freezer or a, you know, another air compressor or whatever, you'll be able to access all that through a virtual switch on okay. the IP. So it's just allows you an overlander or someone that's really into off-road lights, whatever they're adding, you know, you won't have to add a bunch of switches in your vehicle. You build it because the interior is, is it's stunning. So you'll be able to keep the, the you know the precise all the, the the beautiful aesthetic parts of the interior and just use these virtual switches to add more functionality to your truck so that, that's cool and uh, um, sorry I was just losing my train of thought yeah. a little bit because there's too many features you're throwing at me I it's uh, crazy I'm telling you it's awesome you're, you're throwing a little bit too much at me um, uh, I guess you, I mean, you have, oh, so what I really wanted to touch on, um, I know we have limited time, but, yeah. um, uh, do you have like any power export capability? You mentioned the air compressor. Um, can you plug in a power, your campsite or something, uh, something like yeah, that? Yes. You, you have your, you know, I'm not exactly sure on all that capability, but it, you know, there, there is a 12 volt system in that truck too, that would operate you know, lights and, and uh, if you want to plug in a, a cooler or something at the campsite, yes, you, you have that capability. What's nice about that is the, the battery, the, the main res, the battery for propulsion, you know, you go in, you go in a hundred miles, you're going to be able to come out a hundred miles too, you know, so you're not going to deplete under you know normal ambient temperatures when you get hot and cold you know the battery has to do some conditioning but under normal conditions your range is is very predictable so you'll be able to go in and if you took you 50 miles of range you're going to come out and as long as you have around that you know that same range you're going to be able to get out so when you're at the campsite you want to power some stuff up that's fine that's all going to be happened with the the 12 volt part of the battery system. It's, it doesn't affect the propulsion system at all. So, okay. so that, that's a really, you know, for an overlander or someone that's going and staying, maybe setting up camp, it's really, really gives you some more assurance. 
So. Okay. And also, there's some towing capability. Do you have any numbers on that? or uh, It does have towing capability. No numbers yet. Um, that kind of goes along with the mass of the vehicle. We're still fine-tuning some of that. But we'll, okay. we'll be ready to share that, you know, before. You know, it'll be a while. But, yeah, there's, we're definitely, definitely does have towing capability. So. And, and obviously, no price yet. Or is there a price? Uh, there is a price. Tara, can I... Can I say price? Okay. So the price, I got to go to my cheat sheet too. I don't want to screw it up. She's okay. probably going to tell me. It's uh, one, 112595 112595 Yep. Okay. And so, that's for the first edition, all the features, uh, maximum yep. power. The edition one, everything we talked about is on edition one. It's, it's, all the bells and whistles were coming out kind of atypical for us you know it's not like the base and then you know the add-on after that we're coming out with with everything the, the truck is loaded with all the capability from your from edition one so and okay i didn't even talk i don't know when you talked to rich did you get into the infinity roof and all that well, we th we talked about the removal panels. Okay. Um, kind of folding the back glass, right? Yeah, the back glass is power. Okay. It's a power back glass. There's four roof panels, and then there's a with between the the driver and passenger in the front seat that I bar is removable. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a target top for the front passengers and a T okay. top for the rear passengers. Okay. The, the power trunk, the frunk. Uh huh. When that opens, there's a there you can stow everything in the front. So if it's raining in the morning, you got the you got the roof panels in. Sun comes out, you you take them out. You, you've got a place to store them, which is really cool too. But it'll it'll go full open open canopy. So yeah, that's important because um, you know some other vehicles like we have a Jeep Gladiator. Um, there's not usually a good solution to store those panels. You right. know, when you actually are taking them off and uh, going off. Yep, road, so. yep. So that, that's a really cool feature. Um, yeah. And the tailgate, you have your kind of the kind of multiple fold tailgate. Yep. The pro gate is is included. It operates just like uh, the, the current, like the current pickups do. GMC. But that isn't, yeah. yep, current GMC pickups, and that is, that is included. Very so. cool. So what was the most challenging part of developing this? I mean, or is it all of it? Uh, I think, I think the, the speed at which we did it was exciting, exhilarating, and exhausting. <laughs> I, I, the, you know, it's only, we've been clean sheet 18 months ago, and we're building our test vehicles now, and we're gonna sell it in a year. I've been at GM for 30 years. This is, this is awesome. This is, you know, this is just incredible. The speed at which we're able to, we're not, it's not, we're not cutting corners. We're just, we're, we're just smarter. We're pushing things into the CAE realm. We're not requiring as much hardware and we're more efficient with uh, the hardware when we get it because we've done all this work up front. So it's, it's super exciting. Um, I can't wait to get my development truck and really start to, you know, fine tune it and you know how we like to, you know, just make everything perfect. So that's, that's, that's what I'm really excited to, to start doing here shortly. 
Awesome, Todd. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, it was great. I know you have to go back to work. Uh, yeah. In this truck, so uh, I appreciate it. And of course, I can't wait to drive it. So yeah, great. great. Well, have a, have a great weekend. And it was great, great talking to you, Andre. All right. Thank you, Todd. Yep. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.